Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like. Drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totri, joined, as always, by my friends and foes, Shane Diefenbach. Sorry, buddy. Who's the enemy? I am? And we'll, we'll let everybody else decide. <laughs> I, I if you're foe, you more have to often, make decision. More often than not, you're my foe. I think so, at least. I think that's fair. Yes, that's we've fine. also got Sean DePaz. Yes. <laughs> and the PHNX Sun Devils team is bigger by one today. We've got Arizona State men's hockey coach Greg Powers joining us today. Greg, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Of course, man. I mean, we'll, we'll dive right into it. Obviously, the big thing surrounding ASU hockey right now, Mullet Arena. Yep. Guys, obviously, moving on from Oceanside, what does it mean for the program and for you to finally have a new home? It, it just, you know, everything now has to be elevated. You know, expectations, uh Internally, externally, um, we think we've done a really good job with what we've had to work with at Oceanside, making two tournaments. Nobody thought that that was be possible, but um, now we have every resource you could you could imagine. You know, so the caliber player, the caliber product that we're going to put on the ice, um, and the result is is we have very high expectations for ourselves starting right now. Definitely. Yeah. So going to the fans at Mullen, I mean, hockey fans are different. You know, they're more, a little more rowdy, I'd say, than other sports fans. How big of an advantage is that student section going to be and just the overall being on top of the ice with the fans? It's going to be amazing. We, we, we've never had that, you know, and, and I mean, we, we, we did the best we could in an 800-seat facility, and but our guys have never had 5,000 people behind them. They've never had a band. They've never had a real student section packed full of you know, kids going knowing nuts, banging on the glass behind the other team's goalie. It's going to be, I think, a, a kind of a campus effect that ASU's never seen. You know, the, the, the passion, the drive, the rowdiness, you know, the music, everything that entails college hockey, we haven't really been able to showcase because of the venue that we've had to play in. And now, now we get to do that. And, and I think people are going to become addicted to it really quick. So obviously, I gotta ask. He's one of our guys, a guy that we're familiar with, Josh Stone, and just kind of the leadership group that you have in general. How important are they to this team? What do you think they provide? And and then just Josh specifically, kind of how have you seen him develop, and what does he provide on the ice for the team? Well, personally, you know, I've I've coached here for 15 years, and I've never been more confident in a team than I am this team, and it's because of those three kids: Josh Doan, uh, Jacob Semek, and Demetrius Kumanzis. They have been, we've had some really good players leadership here. Um, in, in the past, but these guys have taken things to a completely different level. Every day our team shows up accountable to focus and details and habits, and they're truly an extension of our staff in every way. And that starts with Josh. He gets it. He was raised in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, an environment with an NHL captain as a dad, so he understands what his role is and how important he is to the messaging and, and what needs to get done from a culture standpoint. And it's, it's really, you know, I feel really good about this team and, and how we prepared and the way they look in practice and the way they interact with each other and communicate. Um, and it's all because of those three really, really solid captains. Yeah. You mentioned your confidence in this year's group specifically. What should fans kind of expect from this hockey team? You mentioned the importance now of they've got a new place to play. A lot of these guys are older. The captains are sharp. What should the expectation be? The expectation should be every time our fans come to Mold Arena is, is to see a really fun team to watch. You know, we want to be a fun team to play for. We want to be a fun team to cheer for. 
Um, and, and we're going to play a really exciting up and down fast, uh, exciting brand of hockey. You know, we don't want to be a, a, a boring team to watch or play for. That's, that's not what sells tickets. Not, that's not what gets kids excited about being a part of something. And, and I think that's what people are going to see a very skilled, fast team that likes to score goals. And, and, uh, and, and we intend to do that. Yeah. You talked about fans getting addicted to it. I mean, one of our viewers josh hunt saying it'll be a first hockey game he goes to in person I, there's just something so different about that environment so yeah. it's really exciting for these students but asu athletics it just sometimes especially with the football program it feels like there's kind of a culturally identity crisis they don't really know what they're where what direction they're going in i think you've successfully developed your culture and what it means to be a sun devil playing hockey at asu what have you found successful when you're doing that and what, what do you think hits home the most when you're trying to establish a culture I think you just have to have a, a genuine love for your university. You know, I mean, I, I am an alum. I went here. I played here. Um, have been really through every phase of the program as we've grown. Um, and and you can't fake that. You can't fake the, like I said on the last show. You can't fool players, right? As a coach, you can't fool kids. You got to be genuine. And I think you can't fool fan bases. I don't think you can fool anybody if you're genuine. People see it. Um, and and really, nobody loves that pitchfork more than me. And that's a fact. And you know that that has to be forefront of everything you do every day, and if it is, then that becomes contagious, you know, and it becomes contagious to your players, your staff, your fans, your supporters, your donors, and and you go from a club hockey program, and eight years later, you're playing in a 115 million dollar arena on campus. Um, I have, I've joked internally with friends and guys I played here with, my wife, for years, like we're going to turn this into a hockey school. And people are like, come on, it's ASU, like in football and basketball. We are going to turn this into a hockey school, and we're this close. Yeah. And and I believe with, with the season that, that we know we can have, the venue that we're going to play in and the environment that ASU fans, even not just hockey fans, just ASU fans are going to come see this team play and, and, and the passion and the vigor that they're going to see us play with, we're going to turn this into a hockey school. Anybody got a spare wall I can run through right now? <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Um, I've been on the record saying this is a hockey yeah, no, he has, he has. Um, he, I mean, you mentioned players buying in. You obviously have a number of transfers, which we'll get into se- into a second. But one of those guys is, is TJ Sumptefelter, um, a.k.a. Something. Did I pronounce that right? You did. Oh, wow. wow. I'm, I'm, I, it's what I do. Um, but you, you, have, you have him. You obviously have um, returning goalie and cross. And then you have uh, a freshman in Homer. Homer, right? Yeah. Gibson uh, Homer, yeah. yeah. Um, what do all three of those guys kind of bring to the table? I know they're all three very different goalies and yeah. obviously have different experiences coming into this. What is that group like? They're all really good. They're, and they're three completely different kids from a skill set standpoint. Ben Cross is the most college experience. He's just a workhorse. Um, nobody works harder than, than Crosby. And that's why he won the job last year. Um, and then Gibson Homer is just this he's 6'6". He's raw. He's big. He played for the national development team. Played in the USHL last year. I think by the time he's done here, he has a chance to be uh, an elite All-American caliber goalie that, that has a chance to play in the NHL. And then TJ Semptenfelter is the most athletic, just gifted goaltender from a fundamental standpoint that we've had since Joey Decord. He reminds me a lot of Joey. He's good at playing the puck, um, and, and he's just so athletic and, and recovers so well and isn't leaky. His rebound control is incredible. So we're really, really happy with that position and how we shored it up. Joey's with the Kraken, right? He right? is. He yeah. just had a big assist the other night and uh, was all over SportsCenter. So. Uh, I won't complain about having another NHL goalie here. I know you weren't yesterday, and I know you're probably not now, but I have to ask, do you know who's starting in between the pipes on Saturday? I do. I do know who's starting. Can the public know? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I thought we might be on to something there for just a quick second. Quick second. Uh, we've talked about this season. We've talked about Mullet Arena and just what that's going to be be like. But part of getting that was all those years at Oceanside. I'm curious, from your standpoint, you mentioned the tournaments, but what was your favorite moment at Oceanside looking back? Man, there were so many. Um, there were just so many great moments at Oceanside. I mean, a record there... And on the NCAA was like 59, 16, and 11. You know, we, we were really hard yeah. to beat there. Um, but uh, I think probably sweeping Quinnipiac. The year the year that, that we made the tournament again, it got canceled because of COVID. But that was a really special weekend because they're a top 10 team. Uh, they knocked us out of the tournament the year prior, the first year we made the tournament. And 
you know, we, we kick the shit out. We kick the crap out of them. Yeah. Sorry. So, you know, it felt really good yeah. um, to, to do that. It, it, but there's so many. I mean, like the year my, my, my ACHA team won the national championship, we were, uh, we were, we had a 42 game win streak against U of A. Sorry, Leah. Um, <laughs> no, and, uh, no apologies. And, uh, and, and that team on senior night, it was the most special team I've ever had. Uh, lost to U of A, where they snapped the streak on our senior night, and and I remember that it, that, that, that the pain those kids in, in their faces and how devastated they were, you know, the message was bottle this up. This is how it feels when we lose at nationals, right? This is how it feels when you you get knocked out of a national tournament. Let's not feel this when we go there in a week and we went there and we won. So one of the one of the biggest lessons and, and kind of moments. Um, that I'll never forget is, is losing. The only time I ever lost to U of A as a head coach was the year we won the national championship. I think that propelled us to win it. Wow. Last question for me, obviously, transfer portal, much bigger thing in college athletics now. Huge offseason for you guys in terms of the portal with, I'm not as confident, Semp and goal, um, <laughs> but also guys up front like Mastermony and Sillinger. What are those guys going to bring to the table, and what do you think of the transfer portal? Well, I mean, it's you know, evolve or die. You know, I mean that that's that's the way it's it's going to work in college athletics. You have to evolve. You have to go with the times. You can't be a, a you know dinosaur and, and think uh, small minded. You know, in, in, in any any form or fashion. And so, um, if you can go get all American caliber players and second round draft picks out of the transfer portal, that's going to be better than getting you know a, a freshman all day. You know, so we, we have created a program um, that kids want to come to, you know, and, and we treat our players the right way. We give them a great college hockey experience. Now we have this arena. So, you know, I'm not going to apologize for to anybody for being successful out of the portal. You know, we're still in our seventh year as a program. And um, to get a sense quality in net, to get a second round draft pick like Master Simone, to get an All-American who had 40 points in Lucas Sillinger, and the two kids that not many people are talking about that are unbelievable hockey players are Ty and Dylan Jackson. You know, Ty was a second second uh, line center on Northeastern last year who made the NCAA tournament. So, you know, we're, we're loaded because of that. We brought in eight freshmen too. So if you can find a mix on, you know, where to sprinkle in these, these really high-end transfers and not lose sight of building through youth, I think you got something, and that's what we're doing. All right, so, I mean, Saturday, obviously, is, is the big day. You start up in, in Duluth, and then you go to Bemidji State before you come home. Um, what should we expect against Duluth? Obviously, your schedule is, is a loaded one, which we've talked about plenty. You're playing all the best schools in the nation, really. Yeah. Um, what should we expect from Duluth, and what should we expect from this team in, in, in general with all these hard opponents? Well, I, I mean, we're jumping right into it. Duluth's been to three out of the last five Frozen Fours. They've won two national championships in the last five years. They're in my opinion, the model college hockey program. So for us to go in to a really you know intense atmosphere, there's probably going to be a sold out crowd, great fan support um, to a, a blue blood. You know they're, they're they're the Alabama, they're the you know Kentucky of college basketball. That that's Minnesota Duluth in hockey, and so um, we expect to go in and win. It's that simple. We, we anything less is, to us is is, is uh, it's just it's just not where we are as a program, and, and we know it's going to be a, a tough tough task to go in there and get a win on saturday but um i don't think there's a guy in our room that doesn't truly believe that we can't do it yeah it's super exciting man super exciting to see what you and the rest of just the program have built uh, kind of carrying forward with some of the more fun questions that we got for you yep. obviously the season's right around the corner i'm curious and we've asked a couple coaches this and we've gotten some some just wild answers do you have any pregame rituals that, like players, that you have to stick to every single time? For example, Bobby Hurley, obviously the head coach of the men's basketball team, does not eat on game day at all. Even if it's like an eight p.m. tip, he will not eat. Do you have anything that you do like that? As you know, as a coach, I don't. As a player, I was a complete like mess. Complete <laughs> mess. You know, I mean, like in high school, driving by like from one stoplight to another, having to hold my breath the whole time. Like, <laughs> wow. Stuff, like, like really messed up stuff. Like. So I could go on and on about that. But as a coach, you know, it, it, game day to me is the player's day. You know, like during the week, that's our time as coaches to prepare them and get them ready and build them up. And then when they wake up on Friday or Saturday or whatever it is on game day, that's their day. Yeah. Right. That's their time to perform. They have to drive the bus. They know what needs to be done. We're there to guide them and support them and, and, and put them into positions to be successful. But 
Um, I learned the hard way that, that a long time ago when I started coaching that, you know, on game day, it's on them. It's not on you. You can't go out and execute. They got to go out and execute. Hockey's a game, you know, that it's so fast and, 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 and you can't control possession to possession like you can in football. Even in basketball, you can do that, you know. So in hockey, the players have got to be ready. So Monday through Thursday, that's our day to get them ready. 100%. All right, hard-hitting question. <laughs> Who's got the best hair on the team? Oh, man. Um, first, we have some really bad hair. <laughs> like really bad Who's hair. got the worst hair on the team? Then Josh Doan, I think, has terrible. Hair. <laughs> like, um, and and he's got a surprise. We're going to send him too. this clip. But to go ahead, send it to the <laughs> donor. You know, uh, Jacob Semick usually has really bad hair. Jack Judson by far has the worst hair on the team. Um, best hair, jeez. Um, I'm going to have to go with Lucas Sillinger. Really, really good set of hair on him. Wow. Yeah. Right. Um, so, obviously, you know, you've been around the ASU for a long time. You've seen a lot of the other programs. If you weren't coaching this hockey team, I don't know if you have experience in any other sports, what other ASU team would you want to coach? I would love to coach either football or basketball. You know, I, I grew up in Indianapolis, so I'm a huge college sports fan. Huge college basketball fan, like huge college basketball fan. Grew up idolizing Bobby Knight and all those yep. Indiana teams and watching Bobby Hurley at Duke. So I think it's really cool that he's here now. And I think they're going to have a hell of a team this year. Yeah, so I really do. Like, I think they're going to sneak up on a lot of people. They're deep and they're, they're athletic and they're long. Their guard play is going to be really good. They got some really deep guard play. Um, I think this is going to be his best team that he's had. Yeah. You're just talking about it. You're getting so excited, man. Hey, there might be an opening at the end of the year for football <laughs> if you're interested. Has there ever been like a dual sport? <laughs> Can you coach? Do you think we'll you can be coach? out there, man? <laughs> <laughs> here for it. Absolutely here for it. If you had a time machine, okay, we're going to go into an alternate reality here. If you had a time machine, where would you go if you could go anywhere and why? Whew, wow. That's a deep question. Um, <laughs> By the time machine, I would probably go back to, while we're on the subject, I'm such a huge IU basketball fan. I remember watching it on TV a little bit. Back to 87, I'd love to go to the Superdome and have a seat right in the corner behind IU's bench where Keith Smart hit a shot. So as a huge sports fan, that's probably where I would go. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of places we probably can't talk about that I would go <laughs> <laughs> totally fair. I'd go back to the 2007 and hip check Robert Ory before he could do that. Wow. You just run on the court? Yeah. I'd go back to the Sabres, Stars, Stanley Cup and push a whole lot of the crease. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Last thing about Mullet. If you could create a food stand for the benefit of yourself or for the fans, what would it be? Food stand. Jeez. Um, or drink. Well, if it's obviously I have tequila on tap, tequila on tap. There's actually at, at a place in, in Old Town they have tequila on tap. It's called um, it's a little Mexican restaurant right there in Old Town by Montauk. Um, Do you know Diego Pops? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, yes. They have tequila on tap. So yeah, that's one of my favorite places to go now. But um, food stand. Th- there's this place at the TCC in Tucson. It has the they have these mini, mini donuts. Den- oh my god! <laughs> you don't understand. This, yeah, like, is, this is a whole thing in PHNX. Is it's the mini crazy donuts? Crazy how good they are! I tried them for the first time this weekend at the, yeah, the preseason was, game. Unbelievable! Oh yeah. It was it's, a whole social. Are they segment. that good? I've never. They're, they're unbelievable. The little clouds. They, we used to go get them every time we play U of A. We played on there four times a year, and I would go up and as soon as it would open, I would go up and get some every game. I like they're incredible. If they put those at mullet. They would. They would be really cool completely understand that uh one question we also ask a lot of people and hockey hockey fashion is a little different than a lot of the other sports but who on the team is the best dressed and then i obviously who on the team's the worst dressed um worst dressed is ty murchison <laughs> i love how you have these like yeah, oh yeah, yeah like, you know exactly just, who they are yeah, ready he likes to wear turtlenecks and like you know i just i'm not a turtleneck <laughs> I, guy. I like the, i like the turtleneck. i got guy, some so. stuff to throw out of there i'm not a turtleneck guy but ty, ty we call him ty turtleneck <laughs> Um, and uh, best dressed is probably Ben Cross. He's a really sharp dresser. Huh. 
I, yeah, I love the fact that you have these ready <laughs> to locked go. Locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. I feel like that's a, a theme. A lot of times when we ask people this question, they automatically know who's like the negative yeah. one. They know who's worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Players too, though. They'll have their yeah. coach. They're like, ah, yeah, this coach, this assistant needs to do better. You could say, do you think you have good fashion? Are you, are you I, good fashion? I think so, yeah. yeah I think that um, we are a, a very fashionably up-and-up staff. We don't wear suits and ties on the bench. Um, we got rid of those. We, we went to China prior to the uh the the what was it 2019 and adidas sent us a bunch of stuff to wear on the bench at the tournament in china and it was just so comfortable we thought we looked sharp and this year we got like really nice stuff for the bench so um you'll have to wait and see but but yeah i guess the suit and ties i don't know i to me that's a stupid tradition mm-hmm. yeah um you don't see football coaches do it you gotta be comfy hockey. like yeah you gotta be comfortable and you're at the rink for hours before a game, and, and we're comfortable, and we look good. Yeah, 100%. Love it. Before we get to the game, because I did mention that we've got a game, um, what do you think of Four Peaks? Obviously, this is your first time being on our show, but I know you are obviously on the Coyote Show. Yeah. You're part of their draft day coverage here. Just what do you like about Four Peaks? Four Peaks has unbelievable food. Yeah. Like, unbelievable yeah, the cheesecake beforehand. Right? They always have had good food. This was here back when I went to ASU. So they, I think this I think this was established in, what, ninety. Eight, maybe it's been a while maybe 98 99 it was one of my last years at asu so it's cool to see it thrive and grow and now it's you know at the airport and, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of a staple of our community four peaks you know brewery and, and beer so it's a great place so if, if you haven't come out you, you should yeah definitely if you guys are still watching there's still plenty of phnx shows that are going to be live here at four peaks today um, so join us for our wednesday Monthly Four Peaks Wednesdays. Enjoy $3 Kit Lifters and Wild Pints when you mention you are here with PHNX. Do got to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. Let's get to the game. So I explained to them a little bit what we're doing, and you might have seen this before. But we've got a couple of your players when they were just wee lads. They were just kids. So we're going to see if you can figure out, based off of some of these photos of them, which one is which. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know what the order that Leah at, has them in. That screen there? Yeah, yeah, so we'll look at this screen. And Leah, you can go ahead and throw up the first one. That we gave you kind of an easy one on this one. TPH. Uh, oh. Is that... can't really see. Is that Donor? That is. Yeah. That is Josh. That is Donor. Don. I didn't that know. Was, he, yeah, he's got a TPH jersey on. That, was, that, was, that threw me for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these were hard to find, man. Yeah. Some of these were really hard to find. Let's pull up that second one. He was pudgy in that one. (laughs) (laughs) This one, a little bit more challenging. We're going way back here. Is that that one of the Jackson twins? You guys want to take a guess? Listen, if Coach can't, if Coach isn't going to know it, I'm not going to know it. (laughs) Shane, anything? That's a tough one. This is Chris Grando Jr. Grando. Gets Grando, yeah. Oh, man. All right, number three. You're one for two here. One for two here. Oh, that's... uh, it looks like Jack Jensen. Yeah. Right on the money. Yeah. Right on the money, Jack Jensen. This one, I feel like he's a little bit older than all of the other ones yeah, that in some of their photos. One. These last two, they are very, very old baby photos. Here's number four. Ethan Schmaggy. Nope. Ty Murchison. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he's good with these. One yeah. two, yeah. There's no way that I'd be able to get these. All right, last one we've got for you. Oh, man. It's a tough God, one. That yeah. is a tough one. Yeah, this is way back. He's a good-looking kid. <laughs> um, he's probably better looking than he is today. So <laughs> I'm going to go with... We've I'm talked about him a little bit earlier. Lineup. Yeah, I feel like I might know who this is. Go ahead. Is it, it Mastro? Is that Mastro? It is. No yeah, way. look at me. Look he's got yeah. blonde hair in that one. So that's a tough one. That's yeah, a way back. One. Yeah. Way back. You're going to have to give them... A bunch of shit for their baby photos. <laughs> yeah. No, by the way. We Donor. actually play a Team Jeopardy game at the start of the year. It's a team-building thing. We take the team to Flagstaff, and, and one of the categories is ugly babies. Who is out of all the photos you saw? Unbelievably ugly photos. What's the worst ugly baby photo? Riley Simpson. He's ready to go. Borderline, like, like it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely love it again arizona state men's hockey coach greg powers coach thank you so much any final thoughts on asu hockey before we let you go no thanks for having me um and uh, i'll come back anytime you guys are a blast and we're looking forward to seeing you on october 14th of course looking forward to it man looking forward to it appreciate it coach yeah appreciate it guys
All right, guys. We've got some ASU football to talk about now, okay? Because we did our preview of USC the other day. Now, do we have to do this? We, we have to do this. <laughs> um, <sighs> so, a couple notes on quarterback Emory Jones. Can we bring him back? Oh, I know. He was so positive. I don't want to he, first off, before we get into Emory, my goodness, this man knows how to build a winning culture. I love mm-hmm. the mentality. I love the. I just love everything about it. This is me. Like if you could clone, run through if you could clone Greg Powers, oh, yeah. I would have him be the head coach of every team. He's going to turn me into Kool Aid. Yeah, man. Greg Powers turns me into the Kool Aid man because I'm ready to run through walls. Okay. Okay. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That uh, one's really good. That was no, really that good. Was, I don't like that, that one. Got a little too uh, yeah. triple X for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Emory Jones oh. did not participate in eleven on eleven red zone portion of media viewing today. Now, that is what it is. Maybe he was just taking a little rest. You know, I didn't think too much of it. However, if he practiced in regular 11 on 11? He just didn't take reps in that specific portion. Okay. Didn't throw in the 11 on 11. Did he throw during normal 11 on 11? Like individual drills. But but just red zone or individual? Did he do? It's just listed as red zone. Okay. Um, I didn't think much of it. Like maybe just taking a rest day, which is something we talked about in the past. Like vets just taking a rest day. Now, people have speculated that it's for development, that he's just taking uh, like a development day almost, which I didn't really see too much in that. He was supposed to speak to the media today till we got about an hour and a half ago. We were informed that he would not be speaking to the media because he had a quote unquote appointment. So he would not be made to the he would not be made available to the media at all today. Would you guys like to care let's, to figure let, out what's going let's, on? Let's do something the Suns do something, nothing or everything. Something. I'm gonna say nothing. I feel like if this was a different program, we would be. It would be a very alarmist. Oh, I completely forgot when we had beer coming. Yeah, thank you. I'll pass it down. Got a nice, got a nice three pints of Wow, baby. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm hey. gonna say nothing. You're gonna say nothing I'm to say ASU hockey, not football, because ASU they don't hockey. deserve it. Yeah, wow, I didn't get no clinks there. I got a clink. clink. You. you didn't clink me. Yes, I did. I, I, totally I clink you. You I clinked, clinked me. Yeah, you I didn't clink. I think we all clinked each other. You're clinkless. Like, Don't tell me what that. What are we doing? Um, this is nothing to me. Why is it nothing? Because the, until I see Trenton Borgay on the depth chart as QB1, yeah. it is Also, nothing. there was no depth chart released today. We got a message from ASU PR staff saying that there wasn't. There, they sent out game notes yesterday, but there was specifically no depth chart because they were waiting on specific information to see if guys would be ready to go tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, going to say no, I'm saying nothing because I feel like if this was any other program, it wouldn't matter. Like, if, if we were talking about Alabama, obviously it's different because Bryce You don't Young think was, it would matter if Bryce Young wasn't practicing? No, because, I well, it would matter, sure, but it, we wouldn't it, be he, like, oh, Bryce Young's losing his starting job. Like He didn't He didn't not practice. Emory Jones is not Bryce Young, though. But, no, no, but, no, but he didn't not practice. He just didn't. I mean, it's it's like you obviously want to see him he, there here's, and this the what, context of everything. This is what's going to happen. Come to me real fast, Leo. This, this, this is exactly what's going to happen. They're going to get into the red zone, and every time they get into the red zone, Trent Borgay is going to be the quarterback because apparently they can't, they can't score in the red zone. I'm here for it. They just can't theory. score, period. The more you know. So nothing. Nothing. I think it's something. Of the, and, okay, quote-unquote quote unquote appointment. If you say quote-unquote appointment, it sounds – maybe he just had to meet with his advisor. No, like, maybe. Maybe he did. But then why at the start of the week say he's available to the media? Because maybe he was. They I are mean, people. They are people. They are people. fishy. It yeah, definitely is like a little something. What? So would you say tuna? Sure. Would you say it's something then? It's fishy. I mean, it's not nothing. I mean, it might be nothing. I guess it's it's something. It's something. What do you guys think? Because it it might be something just because ASU football, and when something happens with this program, I think the sky is falling. So like in that, but I'm not like really worried about it. If this team was was five and zero, four and zero, even two and one, I'd be like, who cares? The only reason why we're talking about this is because there's been struggle. I'll, well, I'll say this. For that reason, it's it's also something for that reason just because I want to see Emery getting as many reps as possible. Like, yeah. I feel like he needs – You can't afford to for be him better. to not get reps. So, like, that is – that's concerning, but not because I think, like, there's – oh, he might be losing his starting job or there's something going wrong. I just want to see him practice more. But in terms of, like, an overarching, like, is something wrong, I don't think it's anything. Let's, let's go down a rabbit hole for a quick little Boy. second, okay? Let's assume that it is something. Bring well, back the Borgay pizza. Well, Borgay or Tyson here? Which one are you going with? Borgay. You going Borgay against yeah. USC? Tyson I, threw a pick today when he got reps. I don't. I, <laughs> he's not getting better. Paul Tyson was not good. He's not very good. Why quarterback? Because because Bear Bryant might hear us. 
Bryant's. Yeah, his the ghost of Bear Bryant. I mean, it, Four Peaks is haunted. Maybe it's haunted That'd by be crazy. Bear Bryant's ghost. Maybe that's why Paul Tyson wanted to transfer. He wanted to be closer. Yeah, man, you, 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 you cannot confirm this or feels deny. feels a little intense. Uh, maybe. Do you think? I feel like there's a statute of limitations. On. Anyways. Uh, on what exactly? <laughs> we'll get to it later. <laughs> well, off, off air. Oh, my goodness. Chris is asking me if I'm drinking coffee with a beer on the side. I'm sick. I'm sorry, Chris. It is a tea in beer. Okay. It's a little tea. Uh, beer a tea. Action. I was. Tea. It's, it's one of the little, le- uh, not lemonades. It is a uh, medicine ball. Uh, yeah. I was drinking coffee on the side, but I paused for my four peaks, so I'm not sipping it. Um, also, Josh in the chat earlier said that's crazy that it's only $9 worth of beer right there. That's true. $3 Joy Buses and $3 Kill Lifters all day. Come and it's down. good beer, Come guys. Down. It is good it beer. Is. It's the best beer to have before, like, 2 o'clock. Yeah. And it's the best beer to have after 2 o'clock as well. Yeah. Um, well, I think Hazy's the best beer to have. Oh, after. I thought you were just talking about Four Peaks in general. Oh, yeah. No. yeah, Four Peaks in general is just good all the time. Oh. Put it in my casket. What? Can we talk about this? Guys, look at my new shirt. Yeah, let's do oh, it. yeah. The Daniel and Gata shirts have shipped. Guys, they've arrived. I love them. I absolutely fucking love them. Shane is not the only one. We know we had multiple people send us photos of that on social. You guys should do the same. If you got it, send it to us. Tag Daniel and Gata. Tag us. We'll make sure that everybody sees it. And while we're talking about Daniel and Gata, our friends at Burrito Express have a sweet special going on. Anytime Daniel and Gata finds the end zone you guys score with four dollar burritos the next day after this, oh oh i would damn i wish we could bet player props in the state because ingata kick return touchdown oh that'd be for a, for a four dollar burrito oh, i don't even think they God. have those in the nfl Shit, though kickoff well, return touchdowns you can bet on the team to score a kickoff return touchdown. i mean i would bet any time touchdown score but i would just do we think uh, ingata scores mind, a, a kickoff return touchdown by the end of the year uh, with how yes. explosive he's been uh, I want to see him on punt return. They have to play Colorado. Like, I don't want to see him on punt return. Punt return scares me. Yeah, punt return scares me a little bit. Um, but I would. Can you it. believe that the wedge used to be a thing? Yeah. No. Did you see the, the Kelsey brothers salad? talking about it? Uh-uh. The Kelsey brothers had a whole thing, like a whole their part of their podcast. podcast. Is great. It is hilarious. Um, don't listen to it. They're direct competitors because you know a lot of people come to us for the same knowledge that they would get from the Kelsey brothers. Because um, <laughs> we played at a high level yeah, as well. Exactly. We currently uh, play at a high level. We do. Yeah, I'm, I'm at the I, peak I, of I, my I game. I just came from practice. Yeah. Um, really? Did you participate no, in Red had, Zone? He had yeah, appointment. Oh, you had an appointment too? Well, I, that's why I wasn't at media. I, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. You skipped media. I was at Back to my original point. They used to just lock arms and sprint. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that's crazy. Crazy. To, what is happening? What? What exactly? I was just showing us a giant picture of a cat. I'm that looks like my roommate's cat, honestly. All right. Did yeah. you finish uh, your Burrito Express ad? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. But yeah, uh, the wedge is wild. Okay. Let's talk about discipline. Yeah? Because I feel like you guys are some, some disciplined chumps, you know? Um, I don't know where I was Go going with that. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what? I Wait. just called you discipline. Yeah. You called me a chump. Yeah, that is also no, like true. a chump, I think, a lad, I think, I think a fella. Chap, chap yeah. there you go. I'm not British. <laughs> chump, chap, same thing, no? Never call me um, a no. Trump again. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. What? Okay. The buddy is a little is a little oh, demeaning. So I can't go chap, chump, or buddy. Why you call me chap? Don't call me buddy, buddy. Home slice. Don't call me buddy guy. Buddy guy. But dude, take a lap, bud. Take it. <laughs> okay. Go touch the light pole. Come back. Um, speaking of discipline and running the light poles, um, or not actually, but there was a player that showed up late to practice today. Unnamed. We don't know who it is. Yeah. A starter from last week. No. Do not know. Uh, they were sent home today. Aguano sent him home. Did not participate Good. in I practice. Mean, who were the starters? Let's let's start. We're going to go through all twenty-two. <laughs> let's start doing a little process of elimination. No. I mean, <laughs> well, it wasn't Emery because he was there. Let's not do that. <laughs> um, however, this is not something that we see ever out of Herm. There have been multiple instances where players would show up late to practice. Whether they'd be disciplined or not is something entirely different. But rarely, if ever, did I see anyone get sent home. Yeah. What do you guys think about the increased discipline from Sean Iguano? It's a normal coach thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it's what coaches should it's be It's what it. coaches do. They're there to discipline and get your players, you know, ready for games and not to commit penalties and not to false start. Maybe discipline's probably a good thing to have in yeah. your program. That includes showing up late. That includes not giving it your all that includes paying attention to the goddamn playbook and knowing your snap counts something that every football team should know how to do and for some reason for the last three years at arizona state that hasn't been a thing so yes totri i think this is a great thing i think discipline is needed in a locker room especially one that has committed so many penalties yeah and i mean it just is all part of what we've talked about with aguano and trying to create a culture like his culture yeah i mean it's just He's clearly trying. I don't know if it's it's necessarily an uh, 
a concerted effort to differentiate differentiate dif- wow differentiate, differentiate himself from Herm specifically, <laughs> yeah. no, but I, it, it, he he saw a program that lacked culture, and now he's trying to create it. The penalties are huge. Like it starts with the little things. Like yeah. if you're, you're going to let guys get away with coming up to practice late or jogging between drills, the next or thing stuff you know, like he's going to shove somebody out of bounds. Yeah, he's going to he's going to shove somebody out of bounds, or he's going to not going to pay attention to the snap count. Yeah. He's going to be his mind's going to be other places. And I think it's all part of just keeping guys locked in and setting an example, which is good for Iguana because I I feel like that's what was that. It's the it's the silent count. Um, I feel like okay. that's the slap count. The, the best chance for Aguano to succeed as a coach and keep this job is by show is not necessarily by winning games because I don't think he's in a great position to do that. It is by showing that he is building something and moving this program in a different direction. Yeah, I, think I agree with your that. point. I don't think it's a conscious effort to differentiate himself yeah. from Herm. I think he's just being a coach. Yeah, I, he's I, I, just yeah. being a coach. He's doing his job and Herm <laughs> didn't. So yeah. wow. do your job. Do it differently. Get in your hole. Hey, do well, your one job. Pause. No, get in your hole. It's golfing. Shut up. Bad birdie. You guys want to do your own little ad read for that? I mean, I'll do it because I'm dripping the fuck down I love that shirt. I really love that shirt. This is a beautiful shirt. Like I said on the bed show, I got a compliment from my girlfriend's mom this morning. And, you know, that's the highest compliment you can get. Huge for the program. It's huge for the program. Huge for the program. Um, And I got this hat. It says bad because I'm bad. Um, I just... Drip down. I got the, the I got the, the I got the too. chain on under here, which is not from Bad Birdie, but you know when you look this good, you got to look this good, head to toe. Wow. Um, but yeah, shout out Bad Birdie. You can go to badbirdiegolf.com, use code PHNX, you get fifteen percent off. Genuinely, the nicest golf apparel. I don't know if you know this. I worked at Top Golf. Was a lot of a lot of around a lot of golf apparel. Nothing this nice. Yeah. Nothing this it's nice. Super comfortable, breathable, and it, it it's practical for hot Arizona summer. Yeah, like I'm I, I'm wearing this. I can't I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I am. A golfer, like I don't, I'm not out here on the links every day, but it, this is a a brand that you could use as kind of like a lifestyle brand. Oh yeah, um, they, they they. I'm gonna wear these just around. You know that. Yeah. You know where that would look nice. Where's that? The Coliseum this True. Saturday True. when ASU plays USC. You guys can get tickets to that game and literally any sporting event, concert, or show through game time. You guys can save up to sixty percent on tickets <laughs> when you buy tickets. <laughs> Last minute, it's great for you procrastinators out there. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. What are we laughing at? Nothing, nothing. Because I know if we pointed out to you, there you go. This this guy, this just what's his name? The uh, anchor man. Just put it on a teleprompter. He's gonna read it. What do you mean? That's not bad. I mean, it is in the middle of an ad read, and it is in the context of the particular mom you're talking about. Anyway, that specific mom would be bad. What are you talking? What's next? We're gonna play a game. Our own little game or a little trend, a little TikTok trend. Okay. Yeah. So, you good? I need you to yeah. breathe. Exhale here. It feels I, like there's I, a lot yeah, going on for you. He's breathing because, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's such a breathable shirt. It's, 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 the, the fucking King Tut's breathing in this shirt. I don't know why. That was the first dead guy I thought of. <laughs> that, was, that shit goes hard. <laughs> yeah. Put that in a bar right now. We need to, we need to make a song. Uh, just uh, featuring Bad Bunny. Bad so, Bunny, Bad Birdie. There's a TikTok. Wow. Ron there's Burgundy. TikTok trend. Where the couples are doing this. Yeah. Where We're like a thruple. Yeah. Yeah. They're asking their significant others to decide. They'll be like, hey, so if I was a color, a color what would I be? And then it's, it's like, like an aesthetic little TikTok trend where it's the music. And then it cuts. So we're going to do that without the cool little da 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 Shane and I are going to start with you. Okay. We're going to go through one at a time here. If Sean was a drink, what would he be? Um, like uh, mm. I know. Are we going strictly alcoholic? Or? No, 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 no. It could be anything. Um, a Kool Aid jammer. Why? Ooh. Because he loves Kool Aid jammers. I do love Kool Aid jammers. Those things go crazy. But I feel like there needs to be more of a reason than just the, that. Well, it, they're sweet, and you're a sweet guy. <laughs> um, they're um, also Ron a little Burgundy. bit cheap. Am I cheap? <laughs> Did he just call you cheap? That's what it sounded like. No, no. That's about, those are basically the words. They're the used. exact words that came he out said, of your He's mouth. a Kool Aid jammer. Why he, is he a Kool Aid jammer? Because Kool Aid jammers are cheap. Yeah, which implies that I'm wow. also cheap. What are you talking about? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hot hot chocolate. Um, because wait, but he hates I, chocolate. I do hate chocolate. But well, it's really what fun. he is, not what he likes necessarily. First off, hot chocolate, great, all the time. Yeah. Always brightens up your day or evening. Warms you up. Warms you up. Makes you feel all good inside. Um, Damn, you got feelings for Sean. Hundred percent. Sean's my homie. Um, and well, you throw a little marshmallow, which in this case would be the bad birdie drip, mm. and it just tops it off, you know? Yeah, a little whipped cream on there, the whipped cream and mm. the marshmallow. There mm. you go. There I'll you take go. It. I feel like I'm like a French vanilla cappuccino. 
French oh, you're an Americano from Dutch. Dude. No, no. no. He's, he, the Americanos were him originally. I do drink a lot of Americanos from Dutch. But I feel like uh, French vanilla like cappuccino, it seems like it's kind of high class. But in reality, they're pretty cheap and easy to get. So you uh, called yourself cheap. Um, yeah, but it's okay when I do it. Okay. Um, okay, Sean, you and me now, we're going to figure out what he is in terms of a drink. A drink? Yeah. I mean, it seems like tequila soda is the obvious yeah, answer. But, but, but be creative. Um I'm going orange juice. Just straight uh. up orange juice. Give me you, you give me all the the vitamins and shit I need to get through my day. Like Just, you're very vibrant, very vibrant guy. How is he giving um, you vitamins? Yo, I don't know. Dude, I don't know. You are saying <laughs> suspect. He just brightens, he brightens Thank up God my day. Coach Powers is not brightens here up my day with his vibrance. <laughs> and you're sweet, man. Okay. Go great without he he's called us both. It's also sweet. a little sour. Yeah. I got a little sour. I got a little bite to me. A little rawr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Please delete that from all of YouTube. <laughs> um, I was feeling like a Arizona iced tea. Because I'm cheap? Yeah, because you're cheap. <laughs> but everyone, everyone loves an Arizona iced tea. And, and you know, I feel like you're a versatile person. And there's the Arizona iced tea is a lot of different kinds, depending on what kind of person you are. You could be green tea. You could be Watermelon. half and half. You could be watermelon. watermelon. You could be yeah. The watermelon be, Arizona iced tea goes crazy. Dude, okay. they used to have this half and half with pink lemonade and peach yes, iced tea. Yes, can't. Fi- I haven't been able to yeah. find it in years. It is the single greatest gas station drink of all time. Okay, what what would I be if I was a drink? An, an americano, a black coffee. Yeah, an, an americano with no cream, no sugar. Yep. Is there a reason for it? Uh, you you know you like jazz bars and whiskey. I mean, I feel like it's it's just <laughs> you know a, you know you know what that is. What we're calling them the normie of coffee. Is, is an Americano normie? No, he's the oh, that is oh, the opposite. I, call, of I called him a black. I feel like a black, black coffee is not even a normie thing. Like most people are putting stuff in their coffee. Well, but it's just plain coffee. He's a he's, shout out to Jenna. He's a classic man. You could be Totri when you look this clean. He's yeah, a classic. True, man. he and does man, look clean. It is what it is. You guys could also be clean if you hop on morefurniture.com, get yourself some new stuff for your living room or your kitchen or your bedroom. I was so I'm getting a new apartment soon, and I was looking at more furniture. I was looking at some of their stuff. They got their fall sale, bro. They do have their fall sale, and it is looking nice. Yeah, Shane's pulling up the Arizona iced tea. Autumn Palmer, shout out. Um, shirt, so never mind. Um, you can get one for $48, a pack of 24 for $48 ooh, on Amazon. Noted. Going to put it in my new fridge, my new apartment, next to my new furniture for more. There you go. Again, spruce up your home during more furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com. All right, part number two. Bro, hold on. We got to acknowledge something in the context. Pugs and hugs. What are we doing here? Josh, Josh. you're like a Baja Blast because it's really tasty and I always want it. Holy. <laughs> Pugs and hugs. What are we doing He's here? taking a shot. Cherry limeade <laughs> is the best. Cherry limeade, mid. Limeade. Toe tree is a protein shake. Yeah. Yeah, that's Shout true. What Leah. flavor of protein shake? Vanilla. Vanilla kind of goes hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes. You and you kind of go hard I sometimes. Like, yeah, I like strawberry, though. Strawberry. This, this you segment, can be strawberry. Yeah. All right. Let's, what you, it's supposed to go fast. This segment's also being a little too wholesome. What are, you, what are you... Okay. What would he be if he was a season? A season? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, that's a tough one because you don't got a whole lot of options. No, because... And be careful because we're going to ask Holiday later, too. Um, I'm going to go fall. Why? Uh, just football guy. I feel like Halloween's your ho- your holiday, which will obviously I just guess kind of jumped the gun there, but um, exactly why I prefaced. Yeah, um, I got a bug on me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, Shane is again. He's versatile. He could be. He's like he's like a a a Arizona summer. Wow, it's 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 just hot as shit. Or an Arizona winter. Arizona okay. winter is what I meant. Um, you know, so it's, winter. It's winter, but like not a not a, not you, a he, buffalo. He started winter. with fall and so he went to summer. because well, I said fall and I was thinking like fall from where maybe I'm my, from. My, my season is between fall and winter. Yeah, and it's um, or no, you know, Phineas and Ferb's winter. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go summer because it's wrong. No, it's not wrong. Uh, you're hot and you be sweating. You're hot. You be sweating. You be sweating. What, what does that really, mean? I, I, honestly, what? you know what's crazy? I probably sweat the least out of any of my friends I've ever met. I, really? honestly, I sweat the most. I, I have never incredibly sweat. sweaty hands all the time. I don't. I usually do. Well, dry my hands are wet. Hands. I was dry as hell. My hands are wet right now from the ice cold four peaks. That's, okay, what about him? What's he if he's season? Uh, Sean's definitely like, uh, he's not fall, he's autumn. I'll take that. Why? Because the drip? Just vibes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, yeah. Autumn, peak drip in the fall. Yeah, Autumn has the best vibes. Sean's got the best vibes. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go yeah. winter. I'm going to go winter because I feel like Wrong. when it comes to a certain point. No, no, no. Hear me I'm, out. I'm just when it turns to winter, the drip completely changes. Yeah, that's right. right. I think drip elevates when you get to drip, fall or I winter. I think drip elevates in the fall. 
It and depends it, on where we are. Yeah. Well, in Arizona, I think it elevates in the fall because you can kind of be between. Yeah. And then the winter, it's just like, oh, everyone's wearing coats when it's dark. Okay. But I, I also I wear like coats here. You could be cold as shit sometimes. Sweaters. So yeah. Like, no, I, that's valid. Yeah. There you go. Um, what you're, about me? And I'm icy. You're, you're, you're summer for sure. No, Why? you're spring. Um, Spring? Yeah. I don't know. I don't blossom blossoming. Uh, you kind of but like when I go back to like the whiskey and jazz bars, that's got big fall yeah. energy. Well, I think we're all just fall. Yeah, we just keep I going we, back this to is the a whiskey. Fall. I mean, this is, we're in football season. I think we're all kind of fall. Yeah. Although this has got big spring vibes right now. Yeah. It's, got, it's got flowers and it's pink. So okay, oh, this is my favorite one. If you if Sean was a Disney character, oh, any Disney character doesn't have to be a Disney princess. Mm, I've got. He's got to be a princess though. No, I think I got one for me. But I'm gonna let you. I don't want to skew your answers. Um, I you, got. You came great, up with this. What I do you have got? a great one for tow tree. A great one for tow tree. Yours gonna be mean, and I'm gonna. No, it's not gonna be away. mean. It's not gonna be mean. It's just I don't know why I looked at you, and for, I, this is not a Disney character I've thought of in a very long time. But I looked at you, <laughs> I'm and I was so just like, scared. If you say the snowman for Frozen, no, I'm gonna no, slap no, the fuck no, out no, of you. No, no, no. Uh, you might be offended by it, but you shouldn't be. I'm okay. Just, um, Sean is. What's that? What's that? Uh, that yellow. Um, fish from the little mermaid flounder? flounder yeah sean's flounder yeah why why is he flounder? i don't Flounder's know like a coward oh he's a coward yeah. Yeah. i haven't watched it in so long it just looks like you i don't know it doesn't look like it feels like you for some reason you be feeling fish what are you doing Brother. um <laughs> i'm gonna say i might this is don't let this go to your head no you know what he's got big mulan vibes huh? he's mulan yeah i feel like i'm not that brave let's so. get down to like business I, nah you give me you give me simba energy Definitely Simba energy. I'll take that. Yeah, you know he's coming into his own. What, what, he's on what, the come what do you up. Think you are? Um, Lightning McQueen, just a little, just a little, yeah. some, a little a, timid. A, sometimes a little full of himself, but also realistically not fully secure yeah. with himself. Um, and he and he owns up to his mistakes. Hand up, yeah, hand and up. And he'll he'll pave out the the damage he's done. He, he cares about the small town that he has a lot of um, experiences in. Maybe a little too much and annoys the people around him, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, um, and <laughs> he's dripped down. You know, he's like really he's hot. Hot. He's he's he is dripped down. Yeah. Okay. Who is uh, who is Shade? Uh, Sully from Monsters Inc. Oh my God, that is spot fucking on. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. That is spot on. That's I didn't even think of that, but yeah. that's yeah. You're Sully from Monsters yeah. Inc. Honestly, it's funny because. One thing that has been a reoccurring theme in my life is people that I that I'm like in the friend same 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 yeah. friend group with, but I haven't met or just like have always seen me around. Like this happened a lot in college. They wouldn't like we ha- we wouldn't talk, and then we'd finally talk, and I was you know like myself, like warm, like welcoming. Yeah. And they were always so scared of me because I have this I have resting bitch face. I just totally do. Like when I'm just sitting there, like I look angry all the time, so no one would ever approach me. And so monster, but very nice. I, I feel like I also could be Mike Wazowski. Just a, sometimes you can be a little hush. Oh, what are you? You're going to give me Mike Wazowski, <laughs> yeah, bro. No, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. I wasn't, that's not what I was even thinking of. I have one for you. Ka-chow. All right, let's um, hear it. You have one for Toastry. What is it? Am I going to be offended? Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Listen, let me explain. Brother. Let me explain. <laughs> Try and turn this into something let good. Let me explain. So this is based off a very rudimentary understanding Fuck. of, of Pinocchio. But I understand him. He's he's a classy individual. Going back to the whiskey and jazz bars, and he <laughs> is like, my, apparently my whole personality is, is just like, whiskey and jazz bars. He's like bars. Pinocchio's like guide, and he's like the guide of the show. He's one of he's like yeah. the narrator. Yeah. You're the you're the, the leader. Ca- you're the candlestick from um, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, Lumi- Lumiere. Yeah, Lumiere. Why? I don't know. Just vibes. <laughs> That's how he gets out of does, having. Does a he have? Does he have? Does he have an accent? Yeah, he's super Am I French. Jiminy Crickelia? <laughs> she said I don't want to comment. No. No, Mike I'd rather Wazowski. be fucking Jiminy Cricket than sure, Mike Wazowski. I think that's a good answer. I'd rather be Boo, honestly. No. Hey, Sully. Should we, Halloween costume, Sully, Mike Wazowski, and Boo. Just get him in an oversized pink t-shirt. I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. That, that would, would go hard as fuck. And he could be the receptionist. Yeah, the receptionist. Mike Wait, wait, wait. What did you want to be? <laughs> oh, she already has a Mike Wazowski. Isn't it just ah. a green shirt? Oh. Okay, now, uh, what is she saying? I it? need a top hat, LTC. I honestly do. Um, okay, if Sean was a holiday, these are our last two, by the way. If Sean was a holiday, what do you mean? Sean is big, uh, big Valentine's Day vibes. Yeah, honestly, yeah. You uh, look like you turn into a little bit of a bitch when it comes to, like, February. What, what are we doing fuck? here? What are we doing here? Told I don't you. know. You just call me a cricket, bro. <laughs> I mean, the level of insults there were. How dare somebody care so much about their significant other that turns them into a bitch? 
I don't even know. Fucking <laughs> jazz <laughs> bars and whiskey. I, I just feel like you I, like the color pink. At least didn't say like fucking Juneteenth or something. That's where I thought you <laughs> were going with it. Um, just kidding. That's his holiday. Um, <laughs> damn. Yeah, what's Sean? I say Valentine's Day. You're not listening? Well, I said that, and then you said, yeah. You can agree. Yeah, we can agree on yeah, Valentine's Day. I know, but Day. I didn't know if that was your answer. Nah, like, if I'm being honest, I feel like Halloween. I hate Halloween. I don't hate it. It's just like... Mm. Yeah, but it's more... It, like it, again, it, it again goes back to... I'm going to need you to explain that. It's no, just... He's, he's it's a, it's a very common thing. People are always like, oh, tomato soup, Halloween. But I'm just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Same sentence. Hey, um, yeah. My favorite holiday, if you're asking, is Thanksgiving, which I know you didn't ask, but... And I also feel like Thanksgiving matches the fall vibes. Yeah. Very important family, you know. You love food. Like, I love food. I love good food. Um, cranberry sauce is also my favorite I can, food I can, of all I can also just picture Sean in a warm house. Holy shit, Pugs and Hugs said you're January 6th. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Toe tree. Fucking That's just crazy. Ron Burgundy over That's here. That's crazy. Yeah. I was what? Gonna, That's not Josh, a holiday. Josh said that is not a holiday. Was, Josh said what Who I was what? thinking. What? Josh said what I was thinking that Toe Tree is MLK Day. Um, no, Toe Tree is... Father's Day. I'm Father's Day? Yeah. Why? Yeah, just, uh, no, just Toe Tree's one of those fake fucking holidays, like National Pancake Day. Uh, National Pirate Day. I better uh, never see you celebrate one of those fucking holidays then, ever. I never do. Um, Toe Tree, Why am I just, Father's Day? you know, jazz bars and whiskey. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. Okay, last one before you get out of here. Animal. Hey, hey good band name? Jazz wait, bars and whiskey? Yeah, great band name. We didn't do his. Oh, wait, we just did his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did we do yours? No. No, we didn't do mine. Yours um, is Halloween, like yeah. I said earlier. Um, that's, that's yours is New Year's Eve. Because you're a party. I'm a fucking letdown. Yeah, he's a party. Woo. He's New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yes. Big that New Year's is Eve accurate. Energy. That is Big so New accurate. Year's energy. It's just like it's like fake fancy. Yeah. Whiskey bar and <laughs> with his Chelsea boots. Chelsea bars and whiskey. You, uh, you you wear out all the stuff you got for Christmas. <laughs> but then the, the, welcome to the PH and X show. It's just right? like just it's like oh it's it's all gold and silver, but it's yeah. actually just plastic. It's all gold and silver, and then it's just fucking Britney right. or some. Some bitch throwing up in the corner, and you're like, "What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here, Jessica? What okay. are we Jessica, you hold, animal, I'm not animal, your let's get out of here. What animal, animal is Sean? And what animal am I? Yeah, yeah, moose. <laughs> moose? What? Why? I, don't know if it, I feel like there's a right answer here. You're a meerkat. Ooh, I like meerkats. I don't. I feel like that's an insult. There's a right from answer you? here. There no. is a right answer. No, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna be like you're gonna roll your eyes and throw your hands up when I say it. But me. Both oh, of you. a koala? No. <laughs> Fuck koalas. I know. <laughs> Tree's a koala bear. <laughs> Fuck. Sweet and cuddly on the outside, but absolutely just All never right. mind. Well, I, well, I don't know. But I, what on the inside? I know I was going to finish it. If you know anything about koalas, you don't want me to finish it. I you're don't have whatever that is, bro. No. <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're, a, you're a bear cub. Who is? Sean. Sean's a bear cub? Yeah. Do you Wait. want to know the right answer? Sure. A buffalo. A bison. Oh, oh wow. God. What a shame. Shane's a yak because he's got yeah. all the yards after catch. Yeah. He, this is a guy. This is coming from a guy who didn't know what a yak was until yesterday's audio episode. That's crazy. Well, look, we got it now. Toe okay. tree is a peacock.